Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. People should be pragmatic about their holiday bookings because of the coronavirus. And that's according to the Irish Travel Agents Association. Uh, the ITAA is advising travellers and holidaymakers to follow advice from the Department of Foreign Affairs when travelling overseas. In other words, when you watch and you hear on the news, you know, citizens' advisories and travel areas' advisories, etc., etc. Now, the ITT, uh, or the ITAA President, John Spallen, uh, described it as a fast-moving situation. Its advice to travellers is to speak to their travel agent and get good advice from the experts. Well, we decided to do that exactly today and get some advice from the experts. Sarah Slattery is from the travelexpert.ie. And uh, Sarah, look, it's a very uh, difficult time for anybody booking holidays because we don't know what situation we're going to be in in two months' time, what countries we're going to have advisories over. Exactly. Thanks, Niall, for having me on. Yeah, it is, as John Spallin said, it, it's very fluid. And I mean, we, they're still they're talking about the Patrick's Day Parade now, which is in a couple of, day, couple of weeks' time. Mm. Um, so we have really no idea, and they don't know what they're doing about that. So we've really no idea what, um, what we can expect come July, August. Well, we, we know um, at the moment the Asian countries are kind of out of bounds, well, particularly China, obviously. Uh, now, of course, Italy is a problem, although we spoke to somebody heading to Rome this morning, last night. Um, and other countries which are now being affected too. Now, there will come a point where everywhere is going to be affected, and I don't know what's going to happen then. But realistically, let's say you've booked your holidays to Italy uh, next month, and, you know, in the northern part of Italy, which is the most affected area. Where do you stand legally from that point of view? I mean, can you get your money back? I mean, where do you stand? Well, the Department of Foreign Affairs is basically should be your go to website. Um, they they are the people who basically make the decisions and and release these advisory um uh, for her, everybody, Aer Lingus, the airlines, the tour operators, everybody will take will take advice from them. So if they say it's not safe to travel to particular areas, then usually flights are cancelled, your holidays will be cancelled, and uh, you you should be able to apply for a refund either through your airline or through um, your insurance, your travel insurance. Uh, now, it is, Italy is actually a more complex, like, that was pretty much straightforward when it came to the Chinese yeah. um, airports because the flights were just cancelled. Yeah. Italy is a little bit more complex because the Department of Foreign Affairs have only announced 10 different towns that they're saying you can't travel to. So if you've booked a flight to Rome um, you know, and you want to cancel, you won't be entitled to a refund or your insurance won't necessarily cover you there. Uh, and even if you've booked a flight to Rome and you're travelling up to one of those towns, you know, you can't, I suppose, expect Erlingus to know where you're staying or to compensate you for that. Right. So that is quite, that is a little bit more complex. So, so in other words, unless the state says so, you're not getting your money back. In other words, unless yeah. it's a travel advisory. But I mean, I, I've often heard travel advisories where, where they might say, well, look, don't go to a certain country unless absolutely necessary. And the airlines are still flying to it, but the state has kind of said, unless it's necessary. Now, a holiday is not necessary, obviously. Um, yeah. I mean, it's nice, but it's not necessary. <laughs> and so uh, it, there's no way even in that circumstance you can get your money back. So unless the airline is cancelling the flights, basically you're done. Well, yeah. I mean, there is a few things you can do. If you really just don't want to travel at that particular time, you can try and uh, postpone your trip to later on in the year. 
Um, it also check with your hotel. It depends on how you've booked. I mean, if you've booked with a travel agent, you're probably in the most fortunate position because they will advise you. They will be able to help you with any refunds, changes. If mm. you've booked independently on your own, you're more than likely have booked with an airline and then you've booked with a hotel separately. So you, you kind of have to, to, to deal with both. Both um, de- separately, both. yes, yeah. But a lot of hotels, their policies might be cancellation 24 hours in advance, seven days in advance. So you may be able to get a refund from your hotel. If you've booked a non-refundable room, that's probably more unlikely. Um, also, airlines will allow you change your flights. Now, will they? Because I know they do different, like, when I book, say, with Aer Lingus, they'll give you um, a price which is cheaper, which is non-refundable, and non-changeable or transferable. And then there's a more expensive one, say, 100 quid more expensive, which is transferable and is refundable and everything else, or you can move it around a bit. So if you've gone for that cheaper option, which most people do, um, are you kind of stuck at that date? And is it your problem, essentially? Yeah, I mean, again, a bit like the travel insurance. While I say your travel insurance will cover you, you know, it's most travel insurance as well. But same with flights. I mean, most flights are changeable to an extent. You probably have to pay a change fee. There are some that are completely non-changeable, but most of them now are. Um, And if you're, say, going to Rome, I know we keep picking Rome, but it's a good example. If you're going to Rome in March, you've probably got a cheap ticket. If you try and change to go in July, not only will you have to pay the change fee, but you'll also have to pay the flight the price of the Whatever the cost of that flight in July yeah, is. That, well, increase. that's obvious, so yeah. It yeah. mightn't obviously be worth your while changing. The other thing is, if, if you're going to a destination where there's quite a lot of taxes, you might be entitled to a refund on your taxes. So there are a few things, as I said, great if you've booked with a travel agent, they'll probably tell you instantly. Um, or otherwise, you know, you can check with your hotel and check with your, mm. your flight separately. Um, you, suppose, you must be kind of inundated now at the moment, uh, you know, at the travelexpert.ie yeah. with people with questions because everybody is kind of concerned. I, I mean, I'm just talking to people in the office here. And they're going, Jeez, I was going to book my holidays, but I don't know now whether I'll book it or not, I you know, know because yeah. we just don't know what way the land lies. So you must be kind of inundated. What's the, the most common worries that people have? Is it around insurance? Yeah, I mean, I, I published a post on the website yesterday because of that, uh, for that reason, the amount of questions I was getting. And one thing I will say about insurance is, you know, you should have it anyway. But for those who don't have it, you can still go and buy your insurance now. There will be a moratorium in place. It's usually about seven to 14 days. It's like multitrip.com, it's seven days. So if you haven't taken out insurance and you're traveling in August to a place that is there is no coronavirus um, mm-hmm. cases yet. So say Portugal, for instance, if you're going in July and you haven't taken insurance. If you take out insurance now, that will... In seven days' time, that will kick in. So if there is cases um, materialised, you will be covered. So it's vital you have travel insurance. There's also a travel disruption cover that you can get that will give you even more um, uh, cover for cancellation. So I have all that outlined in the post. But also, um, there's I mean, what I, I often wonder because I get travel insurance automatically every year. Um, and you mentioned multitrip.com. That's normally who I would be able to go to because it's kind of handy, right? But I'd, so I, I get it every year, but I don't really know what I'm being covered for. There is lots of other stuff in the. It's not just the flights and the hotel, there's kind of lost luggage and all that. Well, I mean, what is covered in travel insurance generally? Well, that, that's a good question as well because, I mean, there. A lot of the insurances are, are different. I mean, you see sometimes you get free insurance if you buy something or other, and it might only cover you for, your, for the actual flight you've taken. It mightn't cover you for a cancellation. It mightn't cover you. So it is important that you actually read 
uh, your policy. Now, multitrip.com is a general travel cover, so you will be covered for most things. But they, they have different levels as well. Yeah. So if, if you take the basic model, you may be only covered for €1,000 in cancellation fees. So if you've bought a five thousand euro holiday, like that's not much good to you. Yeah, so, so you want to go for the premium one. Go for the premium one. And the travel disruption cover, that's only ten euros. I mean it was kind of I think introduced last year when there was all the strikes yeah. um, and different disruptions, but you know, yeah. um acts of God, I suppose is what they call it. <laughs> Do they still but, use that, the acts yeah, of God? Still, yeah. <laughs> acts but, of God. But it's very handy to have that now and that's only an extra ten euros. So I would definitely say that's probably uh, I, you know, I wouldn't be doing anything rash if I was going on holidays. In the and where do you stand with the? And where do you stand with the airline? So let's say you know you're going away with Aer Lingus, for example, right? Yeah. And you're, you're heading off to America, and yeah. they they cancel the flight. Let's say there's a travel advisory, right? And yeah. they cancel their flights and say, "Look, we're not flying to Los Angeles. There's a travel advisory. There's a problem in Los Angeles. War broke out or something. I don't know." Okay, so and yeah. they cancel the flights. Do the airline have to give you a refund when they cancel the flights? The airline will give you the refund if they cancel the flight. Definitely, yeah. But if you've booked a hotel separately and that's non-refundable, they don't have to give you a refund on that. But they will look at that on a case by case basis, and they will, depending on the situation. Um, and, they, and but your travel insurance again, if you've travel disruption covered, that should cover you for that. Yeah. And um, it, you know, but the airline, if you've two different separate transactions, they won't necessarily cover you. That's, I suppose, where booking with a travel agent does help. But you know, and what happens if they is, turn around to you, like for example, and say, okay, we're cancelling the flight that day, but we are running flights three days later, so we're giving you a flight there. Can you say, well, that doesn't suit me? You know, I, I yeah, can't yeah, go three days should, later. Yeah, Can I get yeah, my money yeah. back, please? Yeah, no. If they if they change, it's usually more than twelve hours. I think they should be able to. You should be able to get a refund. Right. Okay. And um, right. if they've cancelled the flight, uh, now as I said, every you know airline in the world is different, but that's generally the the, the rule. Um, and I would say that if you're travelling in the summer, I, would, I wouldn't do anything rash. Uh, most of these policies, by the way, something I should have pointed out was with the Department of Foreign Affairs, they only, it's only valid for 14 days before your departure. So even if they say you can't go to this particular part of Italy, um, you know, and you're going in July, you can't cancel and get your money back now because the, the, the situation might, may change by June. Right, you know, so you're so kind of stuck if you want to book somewhere it's else. Only a, it's yeah. only a 14 day, um, it's only within 14 days the advice is valid for. So that's another thing to, to, to be right. wary So you have to you wait know? essentially then you to see. Yeah. To, right, yeah, okay, yeah, so, yeah. so if you don't have any spare money, you can't book something else in the meantime. Exactly, that's, right. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, there's lots of different variables in place, but um, I mean, it is important as well to put it into perspective, you know. What advice would you give you know, people at the moment booking their holidays? Say, if they were heading away for an early holiday in April, May, you know, whatever it is, would you say hang fire and see what happens? Or would you say, sure, look, go for it? There's nothing. Would you, well, would, I would certainly go to any place that hasn't, there's been no cases. And, and I mean, I would always take the experts' advice. If the Department of Foreign Affairs are saying it's safe to travel, you know, to a particular place, I, I would go. Um, now, I know not everybody would feel that. And obviously, it depends on, if you know, elderly people or people at higher risk with ill health. Obviously, it, it's slightly different to somebody who's completely... Well, the man, the man um, who died in France healthy. today, God love him, he was only 60 years of age. He well, wasn't that old. There yeah. you go. But, yeah. I mean, I, I would be of the, the mind of, if, if they're saying it's safe to go, I would go. But, I mean, not everybody would, would, be, would feel like that. But I would also wait and see uh, what happens. And uh, I would also, you know, you could possibly change your dates and go, go an alternative date. I mean, there's lots of different things to do. I mean, more and more countries, I saw St. Lucia today announced that they're banning anybody from entering the country that have visited any countries 
um, where there's been cases. So, right, so if um, you've been to Italy or you've been to China, exactly. or you, you're, you're banned now from going to St. So, Lucia. Yeah, so that's probably a safe bet. So where, oh, okay, <laughs> I was thinking, am I get a cheap flight there? Okay, so where where would that leave you then from an insurance point of view? So you personally have been banned because of where you've been. So the, yeah. so the flight hasn't been cancelled or anything like that, but you've been banned by that country. So will you get a refund on that one? Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's I would, a complicated I one. I would think, yeah, that is a complicated one. But, I mean, the chances of them getting coronavirus now are le- is less and less. So it's probably a nice place to go on your holidays and not, you wouldn't be worried about going You could there, just so. lie and say I wasn't yeah. in Italy, yeah. So, <laughs> I, mean, there you, I mean, there's just so many variables at the moment. But, um, I mean, I would say more and more places will probably do that. And then there will be more places that will be left likely to have it than others and you know so it's, it's just it's just basically watch it wait and, and see what happens I suppose Alright well listen thank you very much indeed uh, Sarah no Slattery and if you want more information me. and you want to see that statement you can go to our website it's thetravelexpert.ie thetravelexpert.ie Real people Real opinions Real talk radio The multi award winning Niall Boylan show Classic Hits